You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Listening to Meter and the Coach. Call the show at 401-737-1287. 1037-WEEI. Southern New England Sports Original. Welcome back to Meter and the Coach on 103.7 WEEI. Scott Cordishi filling in for John Meter Perel alongside former Friars coach Tim Welsh on this Sunday morning. So, Tim, Bill Belichick, uh, it looks like he will not be a head coach in the National Football League next year, although Adam Schefter threw a little something out, and I, I think it was more just throwing stuff against the wall this week. Not that Adam's a guy that generally does that, but he talked about Andy Reid possibly considering retiring after the Chiefs playoff run is over and could Bill be a candidate for that head coaching job. I, I think if that were to happen, and I doubt that it will, Reid has two more years left on his contract after this year. I, I think they might look at Eric Bieniemy to bring him back. But the, the story that came out yesterday that caught my eye was the Denver Broncos uh, could make a change at defensive coordinator, and Sean Payton is – very, very high on Bill Belichick, and I know those two are, are friendly. I wonder if Bill would consider doing that for a year. If he wants to get back into being a head coach, does he just do TV and sit around and hang in Nantucket for the year, or does he want to coach next year? Would he want to be a defensive coordinator, for instance, for a team like the Denver Broncos? Oh, I can't see that. I, I can't see that. I mean, that would be – that would be something, uh, you know, to go and grind it out as an assistant coach out in Denver. I don't know. Not unless, you know, the only part of that that I would say would have a, even a smidgen of hope or of truth is that if that had also included his sons and he was trying to make sure that they're that they're in a good situation. So that that's the only thing I would say to that. I mean. Yes, now he's got Nantucket. Yes, he's got Jupiter as well for the yeah. cold for the cold months. Uh, you know, I did I did read something this morning though that uh, it's highly likely that he would be uh, be involved with one of the networks, and I, and that would be smart. You know, I think that would be better for him and keep his face at the front and show show his personality, which he has a good one when he wants to. We all have seen both sides of it. We've seen the stuff where he, he grunts and snorts to the local media, but then we've also seen him, you know, on college game day and we've seen him in other, you know, on the NFL network stuff uh, where he's fantastic and, and telling stories and looking at football from a different angle. I think he'd be good. I, I would listen to him for sure. I would tune, tune him in. I mean, there's also, there's a lot of rumors that CBS is looking to retool their whole uh, studio show, the pregame show, and uh, so he'd be a great fit there. I mean, who wouldn't want to listen to Bill Belichick and Bill Cower break it down? I mean, yeah, I would. Right. Uh, but defensive coordinator in Denver, I don't know. I, after all he's done, 
it, it would be hard. It would be hard for me to believe that he's going to take that step. To, to me, it'd be more likely if uh, Steve Belichick were to take that job. I think he's someone who needs to get out of New England, get out of his father's shadow, even without his father still here. We we're talking about how awkward and cringe it would be for the Belichick boys to stay on the staff at this point in a decreased role. Well, that would be the opportunity that they need to further their career. Where, Bill, yeah, I mean, at this point, you're a legend. Why would you go be an underling to Sean Payton? That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. I would never envision Belichick taking a coordinator job uh, going back See, to the role he played with Bill Parcells in the 80s and 90s. So I wouldn't either, but I, I would I would play Tim's game here, and I would say this, that, you know, what what if uh, Steve and Brian Belichick don't have any opportunities to work elsewhere? Does Bill consider it to take care of his sons? In other words, say, okay, I'll do this for a year uh, with the understanding that Steve will be elevated to defensive coordinator when I leave next year to become a head coach again. I, I, I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's pie in the sky, you know, it, but, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know how marketable Steve and Brian Belichick are. Maybe they will get other good jobs in the NFL, but this is going to be very interesting to watch as Mayo puts together his staff because, Tim, I don't know how you feel about this. Look, the defense performed very well last year, so you can argue based upon performance that the Belichick boys deserve a job, whether it's here in New England or elsewhere. But is it a good idea to employ those two guys here in New England given that you just fired their father? Yeah, it's just, I think it's, it's you know, I spoke to someone over the weekend who was connected to the Pats, and they think that the, those two guys will not be around. And I know there's just been a, a flurry of rumors. I mean, I've never seen such a, you know, a firestorm of uh, rumors over the past few months. Okay. You had Mike Florio basically guaranteeing that it was done. He was going to the commanders. Wrong. False. Yep. False news. It, was, it wasn't even close. Uh, then you had Dan Orlovsky say that he already has a destination. It's already done. Uh, that then he had to backtrack on that one. That, that did not happen. Uh, and then you've, now you've got uh, Adam Schefter saying Andy Reid's going to retire possibly, and he's going to go to the Chiefs. So you know, no one has ever said Andy Reid was going to retire. I mean, he's a football coach. You know, he's he's like Bill. He's like Bill Belichick. He's a football coach. You know, he's not going to go to the beach. Uh, unless Florida, Andy's like, health is really a question mark, I can't see it. You, you got Patrick in his prime. Why would you go anywhere? Yeah. No, of course not. You run the show there, you know, and it's, you know, he's he's a coach, you know, and he hasn't, to my knowledge, he hasn't missed any days of work because of health issues. Uh, you know, we all know he obviously maybe is a little overweight, but he he's manages it. I'm sure. I'm sure he has a doctor and I'm sure he's fine. You know, as far as when you look at him, he's he's got the energy. He sounds great. And his team's you know, one step away from the Super Bowl. So I, I don't think, you know, I don't think that that's a possibility. But stranger things have happened. But, you know, these insiders are always reaching for stories. And, yeah. you know, I, I like to go back and say, oh, wait a minute, you said this like it was a guarantee. When you sometimes these guys just throw stuff against the wall and hope, hope that it sticks and no one remembers. In right. regards to Schefter, it seems like he's almost campaigning for Belichick. Like, like, like he seems like the PR voice for Bill at this point. Yeah, I know yeah. a lot of people have kind of thought that that he's kind of um, yeah yeah uh, yeah campaigning for Belichick or you know not doing his dirty work. That's not the right word, but 
Yeah, I, I think a lot of people believe that, that there's that relationship between the two of them, and he's kind of pumping his tires a little bit. But right now, Joe, there's no opportunities out there for Bill Belichick. And, Tim, I even wonder, too, I mean, does the guy sit out a year and try to come back and be a head coach next year? Is is catching Shula and breaking that record that important to him? And, you know, he's going to be 72 next year. Like, who's going to want to hire a 72-year-old head coach? No, no, I, I've never believed there was going to be a, a big market for him, or if any. You know, I think Arthur Blank was intrigued with him. But when, you know, push come to shove, you know, he didn't want to clean out the building. And that's probably what Bill Belichick wanted to, to do. You know, he wants to be in charge. He's not going to answer to a president of operations or a general manager at this point. And I don't know why he wouldn't if he wants to just be a coach. I don't know why he wouldn't. You know, just I think it'd be kind of fun just to start over and work for somebody else and, you know, trade ideas and use your experience and their experience and, you know, find new ways to do it too and that's the problem with some of these guys that get into their 70s they get stuck on what made them successful 15 years ago and they don't they won't change i see it i see it in college basketball and coaching you know the guys that get into their 70s and don't want to change they don't they don't they don't make it uh you know i'll give you an example jim laranaga at miami He's in his mid seventies, yeah. But he he is totally adapted, and there's a lot of things that you have to adapt to. Number one is the portal. <laughs> You've got and number two is nil, and number three is just your relationships and how you treat young men. At, at in in 2024, it's different. It's different than it was 15 years ago. Yeah. You know, uh, and so that's that's the thing. And if you can't adapt, then you're going to get passed over for someone young and who's innovative and creative and with the times that's that's plain and simple and sounds like that's been his issue i I do know that you know i've heard from a sports talk radio host of the number one station in atlanta you know they had a poll out and 85 percent of their sports fans in atlanta the falcons fans did not want bill belichick as their coach (laughs) and uh i'll tell you what you mentioned that we were in buffalo over the weekend I'll tell you what they don't what they don't want next year is their Sean McDermott to be their coach. Wow. Uh, they're fed up with him up there already, but it doesn't look like that job's going to open because that would be an interesting spot for Bill Belichick. But I don't think that's going to happen. Tim, selfishly, that's what I wanted to happen. I wanted Belichick to go to a Dallas or a Buffalo, a team that had talent to see what he could do. Right. I mean, it would make next year's NFL season so much more interesting if you were a head coach somewhere. I'm bummed out that it's not going to happen, but I understand why it's not. I don't think too many teams want to hire a coach 71 years old. Uh, so, and that wants all the power and control that he allegedly wants. So I get it, but I think it would just be such a great storyline if he were on the sidelines somewhere for a team that had a lot of talent like a Buffalo or Dallas. And, you know, and you know, another thing, Scott, is we all know life, it can change right in front of you and you don't even expect it. Uh, he may he may like this new style, you know, and he's already been out for a few weeks where he's not coming into the office. He's not scouting college players. He's not trying to find guys for his staff. He's enjoying life. You know, he's in Jupiter, Florida. He's playing golf. He's, you know, he's taking a walk in the morning. He might like that. He might like that change, and uh, yep. you know, we all fear what what's going to happen next when we do something for so long. Like, oh, what am I going to do? But then when it actually happens, 
it's not so bad. It's not so bad. And maybe he might just say, you know, TV is my TV is the way to go. You're still involved with the game. You know, you're still traveling around. You can get out of the house and uh, you don't have the stress and the pressure of everything else that comes with being an NFL head coach. Right. Right. All right. Let's go to the calls. 401-777-1037. The phone number. Steve in Fall River wants to talk about Bill Belichick. Good morning, Steve. You're first up on Meter and the Coach on 103.7 WEEI. I don't want to beat a dead. I don't want to beat a dead horse. Obviously, his if Tom Brady only had two uh, offers legit. I don't know why around here we thought he was going to have his pick. I do find it rich, Scott, that you hope he goes to a ready-made team like Dallas or Buffalo. He had a team here he was controlling. He burned it to the ground. Now he's going to ascend to Sean McDermott's spot and kick him out, and he's going to go where he never could have made a team like Buffalo? Never could have made a team like Buffalo. Well, hold on. Time out. And, time out. Time out. You say he never could have made a team like Buffalo. No. He made no. a team that had a 20-year dynastic run. No, and they didn't have a Super dynastic Bowls. run. They won three out of four. They oh won God, zero Steve. out of ten. And then You're they won. Your mind. And the fir- And the three out of four were Bill Parcells draft picks were the main ingredient. Oh, he okay. added Brady. He added gotcha. Brady, which you people constantly tell me was all Super Bowl defense. The main ingredient was Bill Parcells draft picks. I law. I don't have to give them all to you. You know, but, who but they it are. wasn't it wasn't Bill's game plan in Super Bowl thirty six to hit Marshall Falk and every snap of the ball that helped them win that with game. Who, or with it, who? With it, who? It, Tony Ponta King? No. Or in the, or in the Willie playoffs? McGinnis, in, one guy that in the playoffs in two thousand four. Steve, it was a two thousand four. If I'm if my mind's correct, uh, beating Peyton Manning in the Indianapolis Colts with. Four interceptions. Yes, Ty Law who had made three. Those of them. Four who? Rodney Harrison had one too. You know, and okay, so, but who had three? But of them? stifling. <laughs> Come on, okay, well, okay. What about the look, comeback Scott, against the Atlanta without, Falcons? Dante without, Hightower. Look, How about let me Dante Hightower? Me, Steve, Steve let me you can't admit it. Let me crystallize it for you. He made a lot of good without, picks without Ty Law or, and Adam Vinatieri. They win nothing. No matter what he did, no matter what his game plans are, you take two guys off that team that he inherited. Ty Law, Adam Vinatieri, he wins nothing. But I don't want to waste my time on Bill Belichick. How many Super Bowls did Ty Law and Adam Vinatieri win without Bill Belichick? With Pete Carroll uh, and Bill Parcells. How many did they win? Won one. The following year, the following year to Adam, or two years later, no, six, won one with Correct. Helped, uh, he won one. won one. And didn't just win one. He won, the, he won the Baltimore game. They had 15 points. He had five field goals to propel the – Peyton Manning, who was sputtering right. out What's of the your first point, round, Steve? when his my point about my point about what you said about the draft picks. Of course, you go with the ready the ready made guy Marvin Harrison because these top three picks give you nothing. Someone was kind enough to do some research that sent it into one of the shows. Since 2013, the number one picks at quarterback a uh, 1,034 wins and 1,039 losses. So there's no guarantee there. Take this guy, Harrison. There'll be plenty of time to find somebody else. This isn't happening in one year. The second thing and the last thing, thank you for taking my call, was this guy in Baltimore. He has to prove he can win a big game. He won one game so far. Just they had a bye. He won one game. I'm going to tell you right now, the most underrated thing about this game is this Kansas City defense. They keep wondering about patching. This Kansas City defense is good. Look at what they did to Buffalo. They turned it up in the second half. 
I mean, these, this Kansas City defense is underrated and is going to put a lot of pressure on, on, uh, on this guy. And guess what? The weather's good, which is going to help Kansas City. And you mentioned Andy Reid and how he is the greatest of all time, I would say, including since 2000, for what he's done building teams and scheming. He'll scheme something up again. Their coaching staff has an advantage over Baltimore's. So guess what? I will not be surprised. I'll be surprised if Baltimore wins, not surprised if Kansas City wins. All right, Steve, thanks for the phone call. 401-777-1037, the phone number. Let's say hello to Dan in Cranston. Good morning, Dan. You're next on Meter and the Coach on 103.7 WEEI. I just hit my over on Ty Law mentions for the morning. Thank you, Steve. (laughs) Appreciate it, Phil. If I had a nickel for every time I've heard that phone call, Scott, over the years, I'd have just as much money as Bill Belichick. Uh, uh, One thing about Bill, I I just wanted to, I think the reality of it is, um, like, if he sits out next year, he would be 73 and a half at the start of the 2025 season. I I mean, you just said he's 71. I mean, he'll be pushing 74. So I think the only opportunity for him to close out his career is just to be hired as like an absolute mercenary, i.e. if McCarthy chokes again next year and they just say, that's it, I'm all in, you know, maybe for a year or two. And then at that point, you're not talking about uh, building up a team. You're just there to win a Super Bowl. Don't you think that's the most realistic scenario at that point? Yeah, I mean, I'm not so sure he's going to be coaching again. I, I don't. I, I, I just – yeah, I, I, Tim, I don't know about you. I, I – I just think his age is working against him. I know he'd love to get the record, and I'm surprised. I guess what shocks me the most is I understand that he wants this control, but I'm surprised that he's coming across as demanding that control. I kind of felt like in his final week as head coach of the Patriots when he made the concession that if somebody asked him, would you be willing to coach and give up personnel duties, and he said, you know, whatever's best for the franchise, yes. I said, okay, this guy just wants to coach. Um and break Shula's record, and I'm surprised that he wouldn't be okay with that, saying, yeah, I'll let somebody else pick the players. I just want to coach him. Yeah, I agree. I mean, and we, and we really don't know. I think it's been speculated that that's what his demands are, but I would think that you know, this whole the way it's ended here, it's humbled him a little bit, I would think. Um, and if he wants to coach, he said, I, I would think he would have concessions. And it and certainly he's smart and knows that that he's got to say that at least. Right. <laughs> Maybe it may not be true, and he may not operate that way once he gets the job. But you know, you you've got to say what you got to say to get the job. I mean, and you know, Mike McCarthy famously told Jerry Jones he watched every minute of every Cowboy game the last two seasons uh, before he got hired, and, he, and as soon as he got to his press conference, admitted that wasn't true. Uh, so. You know, you say what you have to say sometimes to get a job, and, and I'm sure he's done that. So I, I think there's other reasons. And, you know, it's not – it's uh, having done this before and hired assistant coaches and done things. And <clears throat> Excuse me. I've told – said this many times, and say guys in coaching get trying to get head coaches. It doesn't mean like you're not wanted or you're not liked or you're not qualified or you're not good enough. It's sometimes you just finish second. And there's some, there's a better op, there's a better option out there, and uh, I think to me that's the way it looks. Now the Raheem Morris thing that was a little baffling to me, especially in today's world of offense. 
but, you know, that's I think the people in the front office of Atlanta felt more comfortable with him as far as a guy that they would come in and they could manage and, you know, work together with. And that sometimes is that sometimes is, is the case. Dan, anything? Uh, oh, Dan's gone, I guess. Okay. Dan, thank you for the phone call. We are up against the clock, so we will take a break. Uh, how do you guys wrap up the show? Does Joe do any, like, rapid fire? Do what intrigues us? Talk about, uh, you know, what's intriguing that we haven't gotten that's to. That's right. What intrigues us? Okay, so we'll do what intrigues us. Coming up next, you're listening to Meter and the Coach on 103.7 WEEI. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 